Welcome back. This is Did We Say That podcast featuring Frickin' Frack. Hey everyone. See, this is season one, episode five. We have five episodes. You could pick one on it on each finger on you, one you, hand. You got one for every day of the work week, guys. Yes, that's what I'd like to hear. Yes. And huge announcement. We are now on Apple Podcasts. Yes, I figured it out, people. Huge I'm, shout out to Lori for yes. figuring that out. Took me a hot second, but I figured it out. So now you can hear us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. So take your pick. We're so there. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, and we will help you get through the work week. Yes, yes. I know we say that we're always going to do this on Thursdays, but again, we came a little early this week. And <laughs> We're going to come a little early next week, too, because we have a special guest that's going to be on our podcast next week. I'm so excited. We're going to be interviewing Alyssa Judice of Dine LI. She's the founder of Dine LI, people. Which, if you're local to Long Island, it is a Facebook group that has over 40,000 people and they talk about restaurants all over Nassau and Suffolk County. People give their recommendations. Sometimes there are coupon codes. And it's a really great community. So we really look forward to interviewing Alyssa next week. Yes. So excited. So excited. But getting back on the train. Yes. Talking about this week. Lori, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. It was pretty good for the most part. We um, went to the airport Saturday night to pick up my one of my best friends from school, from college. He uh, was coming home from India. So that was pretty cool to see him and have him share his experience with us so that was pretty cool it looked like he had it was like he looked like he was living his best life in india so i'm glad he went i'm glad he had a good time and sunday i saw you at the saint patrick's day parade yes. for uh, saint patrick's day so um all the firemen all the firemen and the and the ems and everybody was there volunteers yeah. they uh they keep our county going strong so yes. shout out to all shout the firemen out. out there on long island yes thank you for what and you Nassau do county yes thank you for what you do guys um it was great it was a lot of fun and um it was kind of like the one of the first times i was out with like that many people since covid to be honest really with you. wow yeah like it was a lot of people like in a very confined, in a very confined yeah so. it's nice it, it's it's nice to have some normalcy back. Yes, I felt I felt back to normal. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So how was your weekend besides Sunday being your highlight? <laughs> <laughs> my weekend was good. Friday went out to dinner with a few of my girlfriends that I haven't seen in a while. We celebrated one of my friend's birthdays. She's younger than the rest of us, only twenty seven. So oh, you know, it was it was really fun celebrating her. Saturday, uh, myself, Jess, my boyfriend, his parents, his daughter, we all kind of hung out. It's been a little bit gloomy, so Sunday was a nice day for, like, the arcade and just kind of, you know, cooked dinner at home. We made pizza, uh, so we had a really nice time. And then, yeah, Sunday saw you. The highlight. Listened to some bagpipes, some Irish yes. music, had yes. some drinks. Yes. It, it was a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Yes. It was, a good, it was a good time, for sure. So... What is the topic of the week? Okay, so we've talked about sex. We've talked about religion. So next up, we are going to talk about mental health. Full disclosure, we are not experts. We're not therapists. We do not play ones on TV. No. But we are just people walking through life with life experience. And hopefully we can 
just be relatable yes in, in and some share capacity our, and sh- basically share how we felt growing up yeah i mean i mean eric and i have both you know have like different situations when it comes to mental health but everybody everybody ha- like suffers from some sort of mental health whether it's short term long term um you know what whether it's chronic it, it really like depends so yeah. and and mental health is so broad too so we're gonna try and just you know dive in a little bit um and we'll see where this goes yeah i i will say you know people when they talk about health everyone is always looking at physical and while it's important to exercise and, and eat right and you know be in good health physically or you know um internally whether you know it's like medically um honestly without mental health you don't have anything you have nothing you have nothing and i've i've kind of learned that uh like growing up unfortunately you know on with my with my perspective of it like with my story um anxiety runs in our family it just and depression it just runs in our family um my whole family has it and it's it's funny to say because when i was in kindergarten um I got my first report card and my kindergarten teacher wrote in my report card, Lori is a worry wart. So I've been anxious uh, since I was five. (laughs) So, and it, you know, obviously, you know, it, it progressively, you know, has gotten worse throughout the years, but I've spent a lot of time in and out of therapy, which I think is like so important I, I know a lot of people are like oh well you know you go to therapy oh that makes you weak and there's and, a stigma behind it even now yeah and I, I'm not I'm I disagree I think if you can be accountable and know um that you need help handling your anxiety or your fears or whatever it is then go go to therapy I I highly suggest going it really has changed me and and my life completely um ever since I've been in therapy, you know, I, there's so many good things that have come out of it for me. You know, like I've gotten married, I've, you know, bought a house, have a dog. I mean, there's so many things like I never knew that that could even be possible. Um, I mean, what I have, I have, I have what's called generalized anxiety disorder. So what that means pretty much in a nutshell is I can be anxious for no reason there. I, my body can just, or my mind can just, put it like turn a switch and I would just get like completely like anxious like sweats and like shaking and like and and like heart palpitations and like for no reason like and um, it it sucks because as much as you know you try to control it um you're never with anxiety especially when you have an anxiety disorder you're never a hundred percent you're always trying to deal with it and I've learned so many techniques like breathing exercises and like I use like I used to use like headspace like like the app just to like try to like relax and calm down I even use exercise as an outlet um to help me like burn off endorphins and all that but like no matter what is going on life is stressful and and how you know no matter what whether you have anxiety or not it's stressful so um we you know I think the biggest thing that I've learned in therapy is to just kind of like learn learn myself and learn what is best for me and how to like regulate and maintain and like 
realize, oh, okay, like I'm feeling anxious, like I need to take a step back and, um, you know, just remember like, okay, like things are going to be okay. You know, like it's going to be all right, even though you don't really think so at the moment, but it, it will be. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I've, I've been battling it now. I mean, even like, like this year has been, I feel like been rough. I, you know, I have a lot um, on my plate, so it makes me anxious. I mean, you know, but we have to remember, like, I, I think it's so important to remember not to play victim. Um, we're all in this. We all have harsh, we all have our shit. And, um, I, I think the best way is to just like, how can we handle this? Like, um, and stay rational, um, with, with, with our thinking. Cause I, I really do think that your mental health is everything. If you don't, if you don't have it together, like, I feel like everything else in your life just can just fall apart. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, I, I totally commend you for sharing that. I know that's not easy for me. Um, so I'm an only child and I don't have any cousins and my family was very, very small and got smaller by the, the second. But because everyone in my family was always so sick, I internalized a lot of things and I bottled a lot of shit up because I didn't want to burden anyone. Not that anyone ever made me feel like a burden and my parents were really involved in my life and wanted to know what was going on, but I just held it in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I remember after I had my daughter, um, I, you know, I couldn't control the way I had her. I couldn't control that I was a 14-year-old mother. Couldn't control anything. And that's where my battle with control set in. I, you know, I basically threw myself into an eating disorder in a way. Like, I never threw up or never not ate. But I was just like, I would only eat things if I knew the caloric value of it. And I'd only eat at certain times and certain things. Because it was what I can control. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really, food wasn't really the issue. It was just being able to control what went into my body and what my body looked like because I didn't want to look like a mom at 14 years old, mm-hmm. you know, with that kind of body. And, um, you know, as, and obviously I got through that. I love food. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, when my parents passed away, my mom died first she died in february and you know i was putting myself through college had a five-year-old and my dad you know and i had to take care of him and my daughter and still be in college and be semi-normal whatever that means Mm -hmm. and i just i wasn't present you know i was always like i felt like jumping through hoops like i was there but i wasn't there I, i had such a goal for the future that i feel like i walk through so much of my life because I was just trying to do what I had to do. Like, you're just going with emotions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I think that's survival mode. Um, And there's nothing... Like, listen, I didn't eat into oblivion. I didn't drink into oblivion. I didn't do drugs. Like, you know, which was all escape. I, I wasn't trying to escape my reality. I was just trying to get through it. Yeah. You know, and then... That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. you know, and then when I went through... So, okay. I was raped lost both of my parents within four months of each other got married and got divorced when I got divorced that was a straw that broke my back that was probably the hardest thing I've ever gone through and when you compare it to death and rape people look at you like really um and I don't know if it was that per se I just think it was I had enough 
I think my plate was full. I just, it, it killed me. It literally broke my spirit. And it was one of the first times that I had ever decided to talk to someone because I literally could not get out of my own way. And rock bottom just seemed to go further and further and further down. Mm-hmm. You know, like I still went to work and I kept my daughter's life normal, but I was just, again, going through the motions and replaying scenarios over and over in my head because your mind is very, very powerful. Yes. I, f- I think it's the most powerful like organ. Muscle, in your, yeah. Yeah, in your body. Yeah. I mean. and, and again, when things are out of your control, you just spiral. Yeah. You know? Um, I never went on medication and I didn't really go to therapy very long and I guess that's a testament to me being able to communicate well and having good friends around me that really got me through and I I advocate for therapy I'm not somebody that doesn't believe in it but if you have people that you can talk to and you feel comfortable enough to be your raw authentic good bad every unfiltered word that comes out of your mouth and you can be around those people freely I think that's a great avenue as well yeah I mean we worked together so I I saw you like at your worst yeah. like for a long time yeah you know so it's it's so nice now to see you happy and like in a better headspace in a better place yeah and present and present yeah yes. I, I would say I'm the most present now than I had ever been in my life I don't look at the past um, no, there's, I feel like there's no point. No, no. Um, you know, and, and like I said, I'm in a new relationship and I do believe that it's important to understand each other's past. So I know like sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. And I know that like, like my boyfriend will either say like, I'm like more mushy after we talk about it or like whatever, because, you know, talking about things that are harder is tough, Yeah. you know, and it does change your I don't want to say it changes your mood, but it just, when you look back on certain things, you're like, oh, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't do anything for you. But if you don't learn from it, you may repeat it, but, you know, you, you got to accept it. You yeah. can't. It, it existed. And, it and existed. you have to acknowledge that. But just because the past happened the way that it did doesn't mean that it will happen again in the right. future. So, right. you know, we always need to have like a positive yeah. outlook or, or at least try to. Yeah. <laughs> and and also about being present, you know, another battle is you're either a, if you're not present, you're looking back or you're looking forward. Like when I had Jess, all I ever wanted to do was be out of college, have a job, be self-sufficient because at that time I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And yeah, do I look to the future? Do I want to get married? Do I want to do x y and z absolutely and those are dreams those are goals but it's i'm not living for the future i'm living now yeah you know it's so important like what i've learned in therapy to live in the present because we can't change our past we the future is unknown so we need to just take one day at a time and and that's and that's very hard Especially for somebody who has anxiety, because a lot of people, they want like, oh, well, what if this or what if that? And it's like, no, 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 no. We got to like reel ourselves back in. Like, like, what are we doing right now? You know? Um, So, yeah, that's that's important. Um, Another thing, too, that I want to mention to people, um, I am on anti-anxiety medication and and I'm and I'm not ashamed of it. You know, some people are, you know, against taking medicine for anxiety or depression. 
Um, I can tell you from my experience, it has helped me so much in so many ways. I mean, I'm not symptom free and I will never be symptom free, but it has changed my life in, in so many ways. Um, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm still anxious, but I haven't, if, you know, if, if you've known me for as long as you have, uh, you know, if you have like college years, high school years, I have never been this calm. Um, and that's crazy to say because I'm still on edge and, yeah. and anxious and all of that, but it was a lot worse. Um, it was way worse. And um, with the treatment like medicine and therapy and a combination of all that, I mean, you know, it's okay. And I'm telling you guys this because, you know, I, I want people to, you know, I want you guys to, to think that, you know, it, it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's, it's actually empowerment. Like I feel more empowered than anything because I took control of this. And even though I don't have a hundred percent control, I've have I have more control now than I've ever had. So um, don't be ashamed if medicine is is the avenue that you need to go. It's it's okay. Therapy, it's okay. And if you don't, and if you want to deal with it on your own, that's okay too. Um, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody. Yes, else. exactly, exactly. You know, one of my favorite quotes is. All I know is I know nothing. And that takes nothing away from your intelligence. But it just means as much as you know, you're never going to know it all. As much as you think you can, can, can control, you cannot control anything or anyone. Mm-hmm. You can't control what tomorrow is going to bring. And you just got to roll with the punches. And, you know, people have seasons of highs and lows. And I just think you... Sometimes you just got to take a step back. Mm -hmm. And in the moments that you can't, you just got to keep walking. Um, You know, conversation that I had the other day with my boyfriend is we we were talking about our past. He was saying things about, like, his ex, and I was saying things about mine. And, you know, I used to shut down. You know, if something really bothered me, i just bottle it up and then bottle, 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 and eventually you'd erupt, or I'd erupt. And it was never about what pissed me off in that moment it was just a, a culmination of of so many things mm-hmm. so he asked me he's like so if I ask you if something's wrong are you going to tell me nothing and no not anymore it's a like, good question yeah and like now it's like if something pisses me off I just want to tell you talk about it fix it move on because bottling it up is only going to cause animosity and you're going to have a bigger fight fighting about 20 different things that is so off from whatever you were actually talking about and then in addition to that what you're saying I think it's also important to kind of pick your battles like um is is what like taking a step back like it are you mad like why are you really mad yeah you know and is does it really matter or like I I always, the biggest, one of the biggest things I've learned in therapy is that you cannot control other people. You can only control yourself and how you react to things. Right. So are you mad at like someone's response isn't what you wanted their response to be? Because you had a premeditative idea. Mm -hmm. Are you mad at yourself for something? Like, what are you actually mad Mad at? at? Yeah. You know, like what is, what is, 
like what's the root of it yeah you know what i mean yeah. like sometimes it can be the other person 100 mm-hmm. percent. sometimes you just wake up on the wrong side of bed and everything and everyone just fucking pisses you off yeah. fine and that's okay right that, that's okay that happens but that's still your problem because you yeah. don't go that exactly way, you know so like what are we gonna do about it you know um yeah and usually you know it's cliche but when you're pointing a finger at somebody else, there's three going back at you. Yeah. So it's really good to just be self-aware and really communicate what the issue is. Yes. that That's very important because more than likely there's going to be a root behind it. So when, you know, when you bottle up things, everything is... Because I've, I've done that too, you know? I've bottled up and it just piles on. And then you kind of just snap and you snap at, like, stupid shit, like... And the wrong person. Yeah. But it's always the people that you care about the most, yeah. I've noticed. Yeah. I mean, I've snapped at Erica before. Erica snapped at me before. <laughs> but, like... But we we have that relationship where we we can do that, and I know that it's not personal. It's never personal. No, never. No. Um, so I'm we're I mean we're lucky we have each other for that. You yeah. know we um I mean I, I don't know about you. you your relationship is pretty new, but with Phil I snap with Phil sometimes. Yeah. You know, uh, we haven't had anything like that. Um, you know we've definitely had some conversations where I think, you know we'll say like like are you okay? You're like you know because like. You know, the bottom line is we are still getting to know each other. Yeah, it's new. So it's like, you don't know. But like when you're married and like I've been with him for like seven years, it's kind of like there's no boundaries anymore. It's like. What I like most about my relationship now is we can literally talk about anything. You know, things that you're not necessarily supposed to talk about. And for me, having... I don't think I have trust issues, but my marriage definitely tested me as a person. And this is really my first relationship outside of my marriage, even though I was divorced for about five years. And, you know, I, I went on dates and, and it's been stuff. five years? Well, I got divorced in 2019, but I've been single since 2017. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been alone. alone. I've been, been alone a long so time. It's, I can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So, you know, I've been on dates, but this is really my first relationship and I didn't know how I was going to be because I am so independent and I do have a hard time letting people in because I'm afraid of letting my walls down and I am afraid of getting hurt. So being able to be open with him and, and literally every fleeting thought that comes through my head comes straight out my mouth. It's nice. It's yeah. nice not to have that sensor and... I think mentally that helps me kind of break down any walls that maybe I built subconsciously. Yeah, I mean, it's good that you have such comfort with him so early on. Yeah, and that he's a calm person himself. Yeah, he's very calm. (laughs) He's, like, too calm. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Like, my ex would fly off the handle just, Uh, you know. If you look at him funny, right? Please. (laughs) That's... Can't even. So, I guess just to wrap this topic up i think i think the the message that we're trying to like portray is it's okay to talk to somebody it's okay to take medicine it's it's okay it's okay not to be okay Okay. yeah it that's really what we're you know and and i just also want to put it out there like right now i think i'm in my happy season and i think i certainly deserve it because i've been through such hell (laughs) and you know, when I am posting pictures of my boyfriend or going out with my girlfriends and just going on vacation and, you know, whatever I'm doing, 
please understand that whether it's my social media or anyone's social media, it's just a highlight reel. You know, no one is going to post when they wake up and they stub their toe and <laughs> they spilt their, well, maybe some people do, and they spilt their coffee and they just, they, they're like, discombobulated. Yeah, or, like, you know, or they, they had a bad day or, like, believe me, when you were in school, you didn't advertise that you failed a test. I mean, yeah. you know, so just understand that social media is a highlight reel. And, yeah. You know. And nobody's that happy right. all the time. Right. Yeah. So, um. It's better to be authentic. Yes. And if you need a break from social media or if you need to, like I say, go into your turtle shell and just kind of retreat and, and self-reflect, you know, mm-hmm. and, and introvert a little bit, there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. So if you need help, get help. Surround yourself with people that make you feel good. Yes. And that you're comfortable around. Not everybody needs to know everything, and I'm certainly not advocating for you to share your business with everybody but you should have at least one or two really good friends that you can just kind of let it out. Yes, absolutely. On top of maybe going to therapy. Yeah, if that's if that's what you decide to do. Right. So, um, yeah, so um, so I think, you know, I think we uh, did good here with this, with this topic. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a topic that can go into every, anything you talk about, you know. Mm-hmm. Mental health is really what, binds us as as humans yes and you know just stay kind not only to others but stay kind to yourself yeah that's the most important thing and just you know you know it's okay to ask for help yeah so absolutely well to lighten this up a little bit (laughs) to lighten it up (laughs) we have come up with some more this or that questions yeah Lori and i will rotate we will both answer and um we would love to hear your guys' answers to some of these questions. Yeah, like slip into our DMs. Tweet us. Tweet us, yes. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my first tweet, people. All right. <laughs> I don't have Twitter, so <laughs> I don't know how many I have Twitter, people. but... Uh, All right. Me. This or that, would you rather a vacation or a staycation? For me, I'd rather have a vacation, only because I know myself. If I have a staycation, I'm more than likely going to want to work. So I definitely would say vacation. Yeah, definitely vacation. vacation. Okay, cool. Um, what is this? Rich and famous or rich and unknown? Ooh, I would. Ooh, that's tough. I would like to be rich and unknown. Um, nothing about celebrity entices me. I don't know. I think they live in a fishbowl. They have no sense of reality. It's hard though because it's like I feel like. When you're rich and famous, you want to be the rich and unknown. But when you're the rich and unknown, you want to be the rich and famous. Right. So it's kind of like hard to like make that decision. Yeah. So as we're, you know, like I feel like I'm un- unknown anyway. Rich and unknown is sounds good to me too. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'd like to be comfortable and unknown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be a passenger or driver? Oh, I... I think everybody that knows me would probably tell me to be the driver because I'm a horrible passenger. Horrible, horrible, I'm horrible passenger. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty although, bad. Although it's funny, um, <laughs> when Lori and I first met, we went out to lunch and she drove, and we went to this place to get salad in a shopping center. And there's like an in and out to get into the parking lot, and she drove in the out looked at me and said don't worry I'm a good driver and I said I am obviously (laughs) 
Um, so <laughs> we've been friends ever since. I live to tell the tale. Oh, we, we met for salads. Yeah. <laughs> That's what brought us together. Yeah. Mescaline and spinach yeah. and all that romaine. I think um, I used to always be the driver because um, when I was younger, I was the only one with a car. Um, and especially being a single mom, I didn't have a choice. But, so now I really enjoy being a passenger, but either one. Yeah. All right. Car or bike? Definitely car. Car. I don't car. know how to ride a bike. Oh, I know <laughs> how to ride a bike, but you know what? I'm like, I'm so like, it's weird. Like I'm afraid now to yeah. ride it because I'm like, am I going to fall? Well, adults have that. Adults it's have so fear. weird. Like yeah. when I was younger, I had no fear. Now I'm like, uh, and then like my ass hurts from the bike seat. Mm. <laughs> um, pineapple on pizza or candy corn? Ugh, neither. Neither. Controversial. Neither. Both. I mean, I do I necessarily think that pineapple belongs on pizza? No. Have I had it? Yes. Was it better than I thought? Yes. Candy corn? I gotta say, yeah. I gotta be in the mood for it. Like, this year, I was all about it. Really? And, like, the last couple of years, no. It just depends. Mm. And I'm not really a candy person, but candy corn slaps sometimes. This one's controversial, I think. Winning the lottery or finding your soulmate? I'm gonna say finding a soulmate because if you look up the statistics of people that won the lottery, they are most likely to go broke. See, I don't believe in soulmates. I believe that we are meant to be with the person that we're meant to be. And I think we're able to be with multiple people. Yeah. Um, you and, know, I, because... and I also believe soulmates can be in the form of friends. I don't think that always has to mean like a lover. Or no, okay. Seriously though. Yeah. You know, but I still would want to win the lottery. <laughs> I wish I could do, I, I wish I had a both. Yeah. But I don't really believe in like quote unquote soulmate per yeah. se. Yeah. So I would probably choose win the lottery. Okay. Ketchup or ranch? Blue cheese. Ugh. <laughs> I would say ranch, but have you ever had ranch and ketchup together? Because it's delicious. Yeah, that's Thousand Island, isn't it? No, I don't think so. That's Thousand Island. Is it? I thought. I don't like Thousand Island. Or is Island. it like mayonnaise with ranch? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I like ranch. Put ranch on everything. Oh, okay. So um, <laughs> we'll do a couple more of these. Uh, let's see. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Crunchy all the way for me. Smooth. Oh, I like the crunch. I like the texture. Would you rather have a big wedding or small? Well, I had a small wedding, so, yeah, small. I had, um, well, I got married 4th of July weekend, and I had about 200 people, so I guess that was a bigger wedding or yeah. an average size wedding. was like 100. Really? Yeah, we never. The second time around, I want to go to the courthouse. As long oh, as my daughter is there, I don't give a shit. So I'm going to definitely say small Okay. part of the second time around. Hmm. Logic or emotion? Ugh. It's just emotion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sing those bad. I don't words. know. Um, that's tough. Like, logic is like, the, the logic is thinking from your head, but the emotion is thinking from your heart. Right. So I feel like it's good to have a little bit of both. Yeah. Like, balance is important. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I guess I would like to think logically so my emotions are more clear. Yes, we're more rational. So would you rather be like more predictable or spontaneous? Given yeah. mental health and anxiety, I would imagine that you would say... Predictable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really bad at surprises. The only way you can surprise me is if you just don't tell me anything and it just like happens. Yeah. 
you know. Um, the only time in my life I was ever really surprised was my 30th birthday that my daughter organized with my friends. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was super fun. That and, was like, cool. everybody kept the secret. And, you know, I, I, I am so in control of my life that I want to be spontaneous. You know, I, I want to be surprised. So... Hint to anyone that knows me, surprise me. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm actually not kidding. Uh, it is hard to surprise me because I am a sneaky link, but I think I want to live my life this point forward more spontaneously. That's good. That's good. Do one more? Yeah. Would you rather a painful truth or a comforting lie? Ugh, painful truth. Painful truth. Yeah, yep. I do not want to be lied no, to. No, like to me, lying is like one of the worst things you can do yep. to somebody. Yeah, doesn't matter who you are—friend, husband, boyfriend, whatever. Yeah, you know, sibling, whatever. It just doesn't. Be honest. I don't want to hear sweet nothings. No, definitely not. You know, I don't think you need to be brutally honest. I, I don't think you need to be brutal to tell the truth. But I think you should always stand in your truth. And then you have nothing to hide. And, and honestly, you have nothing to remember. Yeah. Truth. <laughs> yeah. Truth. So. Anyway, guys, that wraps up episode five of yes. Did We Say That podcast. Talking about mental health. Yes. Definitely check us out. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. So you can tweet me directly at did we say that underscore podcast now available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes, we're everywhere. For your streaming pleasure. For yes. Free, F-R-E-E. Yes. Be sure to slip into our DMs. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you want to hear about. Tune in next week to hear us interview Alyssa Judice from yes. Dine Live. So exciting. Our first interview, we will be doing it in person. If you have any questions for Alyssa, please slide into our DMs. Oh, yeah. If, you, if there's anything specific you want us to ask her, definitely let us know. We look forward to hearing from you soon. This is Frickin' Fracked. And we have your back. Make good choices. Always make good choices. Or don't. Or don't. Bye, guys. Bye. Ta-ta.